should be going. Oh. Um, um, also, just now, real, uh, we're on different sides this week. You want to switch? Nah, I'm good. I'm okay. all right. Let's let's shake it well, up. Well, remember, I make it into mono. It's not like stereo where it's Okay, yeah, you're right. They're probably not going to be able so. to tell. <clears throat> so anyways, um, I'm Zach. And I'm Michael. And welcome to the Derailed Podcast. The Derailed Podcast, yeah, everybody. I ended up naming it the Derailed Podcast. That's like, totally fine. That's totally so, fine. I actually found out that there are other podcasts named Derailed. Of course there is. But there's like a bunch of them, so I was like, I guess we'll just join the crowd. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I guess it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I don't think that there's really going to be any <laughs> yeah. copyright issue for that. Which also, makes me think. I, I did notice one thing, which is kind of funny. Apparently, you've never written out my name before, because you put an me? H on it. Yeah, no, it's Z-A-C. Z-A-C. Well, how come on the podcast it says Zach and Michael with an H? Because I'm typing, and I type really fast. And so he's... <laughs> yeah, there it is. I was going to say, I'm like, I'm like, I man, after all this time, I don't know if you know you know. No, how you always spell Z-A-C. Yeah, so. okay. Although, is it like on your birth certificate, Z-A-C? No, 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 because nicknames, I... you don't put those on birth certificates or anything. It was just like, that's just kind of how nickname got spelled for me. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like, oh, well, what does it matter? Well, how come some people, some Zachs, have like a K or an H on there when Zachary has neither? The Zach's well, with a K are K. just weird. Yeah, but the thing, oh, that's like Zach Mead. You know, he um he always spelled it with a Z-A-K. And then it's like, oh, so does your full name have a K in it? No, it's just how I spell it. Yeah, okay, names. then don't argue with me if I just leave off the H. <laughs> All right. I always just preferred Michael. Yeah. I also have people where, um, like, you know, if you are spelled Zach with Z-A-C-H, people say Zach. Yeah, normally if they're trying to make fun of you or something. Or like you're going to Rama where people from other countries come over and they just read it as they were taught and so zatch zatch <laughs> oh i got i got zatchery is what i got oh that's... i got zatchery someone was reading that over and it's like ah oh, could i get the zatchery it's like <laughs> um zachary <laughs> uh, yeah i was in soccer in what third grade <clears throat> i did soccer and they were giving out participation awards because i was awful i remember at one point in the game i got so tired and i just didn't want to play anymore so they, the enemy team. The <laughs> enemy team. That was wait. actually I was like we both noticed that we was like wait wait did I just say that yeah did you just say that do you call it the enemy team what do you call it in soccer opponent I mean okay the, the other team I mean the there's other only team. two I, fair enough so but the second team I, I mean all right well really quick on that I mean it's not like it's incorrect i just it is weird to think <laughs> it just was very aggressive yeah, I, it just, I, I think that's what it is it's like it's weird to think of anything in like you know sports or something where it's supposed to be competitive that you know you wouldn't really hopefully people aren't going in there with the assumption of this is my enemy <laughs> like even in boxing they don't call them their enemy even though they're literally punching each other's faces in <laughs> it's like it's my opponent that's the person i'm competing against not someone i'm willfully trying to defeat in every single <laughs> facet you know it's like it's I not a different so... mindset like in wrestling like right before the match i'd be like i'm going to destroy you <laughs> your family you and i are enemies culture. now <laughs> i don't care who you say you are because in my book you are nothing i will <laughs> obliterate you body and soul <laughs> i will destroy all parts of you so Anyways. the enemy team yeah so I was, we were fighting the enemy team 
and I was just so tired that they went to like go score and I literally just slapped the ball down <laughs> with my hand and I like He's dived like, on the ground no! and just kept hitting it with my hand and the coach was like Michael what are you doing it's like this middle-aged guy that you takes third grade soccer that. way too seriously oh man he's, i love those guys yeah he's like what are you doing you can't hit it with your head you're out of here and i was like oh no <laughs> the sport i didn't really want to play so anyways after the game they were given out our participation medals which means i got one because i participated even if i barely participated I didn't deserve a medal but they're like okay so and so you should not participation trophy yeah they're like jimmy Smith and so on and <laughs> so forth. And then they get to my name and they're like, Michael Maraca. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I'm like, what? <laughs> I, did, I actually didn't even raise my hand or anything. I was like, oh, I didn't know there's another Michael on the team. <laughs> and they're like, M- Mar- Michael Mar- Maraca. You're expecting Mar-raca? like a Mexican kid to run up or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like they want me to wear like a sombrero or something. I don't know. But yeah, it, it took me a second. I was like, do you mean Marhefka? And <laughs> well, now you guys know my full name. <laughs> don't give it away. Well, I already I gave it away. Just don't give it away. Oh my god, they're gonna find you now. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna send like random fan mail, or my dad will. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was really, Very really true. weird. And then, of course, for the rest of the year, I got made fun of for that as Moroccan. Oh man, dude, that's actually that's pretty funny. Okay, um, I went to Tarpon High School. You did as well, right? Yeah, we we both did. It's a Greek school. Now, in oh, case you didn't funny. know anything about Greek culture, those last names are long. Oh my God. Cabernolithicalacopus. And it's like, oh wow, that was a thing. And so the thing is, most of them have more like syllables than they do vowels. And yeah. so you get these people that have to like, um, like during the our commencement ceremony, at least for my <laughs> school, you get the yeah. guy that just sitting there just reading them. And I think I heard him mess up one time. Yeah, normally they like they take it seriously. Dude, they have to practice. Like you're hearing like this snuffleupagus and stuff, and 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 and, and like villapalapalicalabamus, and it's like then they get to me snow. <laughs> it's like a breath of fresh air for them because snow. you can hear them as they're going through, and it's like oh yeah, stop it, snow, and it's like all these like twelve syllable words, and then mine is one. And it almost like people almost like he has like I guess he's like on a rhythm, so he like paces himself to put a pause after single syllable last names. So it's like snow, and it's like all right. And I always thought that was like the coolest thing. It's like the guys that um, what was that um, auctioneers. Oh man, we actually went to It's like, dear Jesus! Remember when we went to like the the pseudo auction? It's not like a legit auction, but it kind of was where you were actually auctioning items. They were actually doing the thing. Yeah, and they were selling knives. Yeah, I do remember that. The guy wasn't as good as some of these other ones. My favorite is where they take those old school auctioneers, the ones that like you know they're in full dress. Cowboy hats on, country accents, and somebody put a hip hop beat to it. <laughs> have you seen that video? I have. Dude, that is brilliant. It that is, is such a good internet video. It is sometimes good. <laughs> it, it is because the thing is, like, you didn't, you don't realize it, but they're they're rhythmic. They're so rhythmic with their lyrics, and it's yeah. like, wow, this actually this actually fits so well. One thing I gotta say is, there's some like meme videos out there that are 
stupid. And they're funny because of how stupid they are, but it's like people will still take them like really serious, but on occasion you'll just find a video that is perfect internet. Like it's just yeah. so perfect. It's clearly two things that don't have, have maybe nothing to do with each other put together and it just goes perfectly. There's actually another example I've got. It's meant to be kind of like a scare video. It's meant to be like uh, freaky or creepy or whatever, but yeah. it's um basically... All right, you know those 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 carnival rides where it's like this big pendulum. So imagine, all right, I'm going to use this. I'm going to use this as my example of trying to illustrate a point with hand gestures you can see, but audio but they cannot. So what I'm going to be doing is wait, I'm I just said audio you can't see. Well, hopefully they can't see audio. <laughs> I can see the sound. I can see the colors of the vernacular out of that your voice looks really weird <laughs> your voice looks very blue today so anyways in this video what they've got is all right imagine the one of those carnival rides of course so you've got like okay. this thing that's um a pendulum so there's a crossbar with the feet going down and that kind of holds everything together but there's okay. this thing that's kind of like a hammer that um is across like sit situated on like this counterbalance yes yeah so at the bottom of it is like this this disc and that's where all the seats are and so everybody sits around in like yeah. a circle and then you've got the top of course which is the counterweight and then the whole the ride is the place where the disc where the people are sitting is spinning but then you've got the ride itself which the pendulum part is starting to rotate so it goes yeah. up down up down up down then it does Eventually like this it'll do flip. A loop. yeah it does like, like a, a flip like loop. well okay and now have you also Done like the structured, organized, like exercise test for like gym class, where it's like, um, they go, Welcome to the pu welcome to the push up portion of oh, your example. Yeah, I was always and super like, good. Here at it goes, those. it's like now begins the push up portion oh. down, up, <laughs> down, up, down, and it's like it does that over and over. Well. Someone synchronized it to this. <laughs> now, but here's the, no, here's the, the, the freaky part isn't really, it's not synchronized to the pendulum, which you would think. It's not. What it is, it just starts playing and the audio makes no sense. And as the pendulum goes, like, now we have reached the push-up portion. And it's like, and it's like, and down, one, down, two, then it says, and all of a sudden it's like, or no, it's like down, up, down, up. It's like now down, up, two. And then the pendulum actually goes for the full loop. And yeah. it gets to the pinnacle of the axis. You know, the point where it's going to go either all the way around or back. And you hear down. And you see a person fall out of the pendulum. And then the video cuts to black. Scariest thing. Because you're going like, all right, it's probably going to, it'll probably be like one of those things. But yeah, like you were saying, oh, it's going to synchronize to the sound. It's going to synchronize to it. So it's going to be like, up, down, up, down. It's like, oh, that might sound kind of cool. No, it's a freaking jump scare where a person falls out possibly to their death. Now, the rumor is, of course, that it was edited because it does cut so. to black. And you only see like half, half, like, well, you see like a frame, like half a second of this person's descent. <laughs> but it's so shocking. But that's another down. one of those examples of perfect internet because it was it was something you did not expect yeah that's that's always really but that's the thing with meme culture sometimes you get the stuff that's like you know the things that stick with you Dude, for life and some harambe things... launched is something incredible oh <laughs> man i saw i saw a um a meme it was actually like like yesterday or the day before and it was it was a picture of harambe with the little kid and then it was like captioned so that harambe is talking says all right kid 
What's about to happen is going to set off a chain of events that cannot be stopped. <laughs> like he knew. Yeah, and it, like, it cuts off with him being like, now, it's very important that once we get to this point, the point right, and then it cuts off yeah, because yeah. that's when he got shot. And it's just like, wow, you know, in a sense, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're right, because it really has, it's, it's changed so much of not only the internet, but just people. Culture, like everything. One thing you guys will probably learn about me over time is that I love the study of culture. Yeah. Um, like intensely, it's something that I really like. And it's so intriguing to see a culture so influenced by just mere photos explaining your everyday <laughs> situations. It's not like they're art pieces that are explaining like the depths of your soul. Mm-hmm. They're just explaining the everyday, what, what nuances or, or what's the word for like just minor Oh, yeah. Minor like events. benign. Benign events, but yet our Mundane. entire culture is bending around that. Yeah. Whereas previously it was like, no, the culture would bend around, you know, Michelangelo creating this hu- just humongous, beautiful pieta. Yeah. Uh, you know, of Jesus and Mary, and like, it was just <clears throat> this huge, glorious thing. And here it's like, nope. You know that awkward feeling you get when you're standing in line and someone looks at you and you don't know if you should nod or break eye contact? Yeah. You know, it's like... Well, that's, that is another thing. It's like um, modern culture really is. It's like every little thing is becoming more and more of a big deal. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, back in the day, it's like um, something like an art piece being made was an event. Everybody in the city went and saw it. Because, like, that does not happen every day. Mostly nothing happens most of this. Okay? <laughs> so we're going to make – we're going to celebrate it. And it's like now we've gotten to the point where, yeah, people – like um, like if you look at, like, social media, like, Twitter and Facebook, Instagram and Snapchat, things that promote you to sit there and just make like every little thought, every little event into something that everybody can experience. So everybody is collectively paying attention to all these things. Mm -hmm. Like um, I was reading um, a short story the other day and it it was a short story about vampires because it was like for like Halloween. So sorry guys, we're well after Halloween. I'm just trying to make it remember. Yeah. So yeah, it's like. A week afterwards. So, anyways, um, so for like Halloween, I was reading like a short story. It's about vampires, but the thing is, it takes place in like Victorian France. Oh. And the thing was, um, it was all from like this this woman's perspective, and like you know the, the stranger and all that stuff. But one thing that it really telegraphed a lot to me was how little happened there. So it's like somebody would be gone, and like her father goes away on business. And he's gone for 12 months. And she's like, it's not really going to be that long. It's just one one year. It's totally fine. It's like a lot happens in a year. But then again, they would also do things where they talk about like the ball. Like always in these, you know, romantic yeah. things, like a ball would happen. Well, a ball happens like once a year. Like that's about it. You'll get like two or three balls or big dances that will yeah. happen in throughout like a year. But that'll be the thing they talk about forever. And it's like time didn't necessarily move any different, but you it paid attention. differently. Yeah, you paid attention to things in much more of a very paced way rather than today. It's like, oh, no, I didn't have a party this weekend. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, I didn't Next go with my weekend. friends this weekend. It's just going to be an off weekend. And then people almost feel bad when they don't do something every single day. It's like back in the day, we're talking like, yeah, like the art piece or like somebody writing like a book or a short story. Like H.P. Lovecraft, he would write short stories, but it would be like one short story every like three or four months, maybe. Yeah. And it's like even that, that was like during like the 20s. So it's like about mm, 100 years ago. Yeah. And so it's like even that, that was quick for the time. Most people, they were writing short stories in like a year and stuff like that. Books would take forever. And it's like, it's just, it's very different now where it's like, okay, if you're not doing something productive every single day, finishing a project, then you've, you've 
done something wrong. Yeah, and it's like that's a very very fast, pace. very streamlined. I feel like you know because yeah. it's like you almost get punished, and it's like that's not people. I think hold themselves up to a wrong standard sometimes. It's interesting because back in the previous culture where things were a little bit slower or quite a quite a lot slower, yeah. really. If you were going fast, that was considered like abnormal, or that oh, was yeah. considered like oh, what are you doing? Like why are you? <laughs> Why are you rushing yeah, so much? Yeah, like someone that's like anxious or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and then here we are now. If you're going slow, you're considered abnormal and kind of like, dude, what are you doing? Are you like depressed? You're yeah. wasting your life away? Like, come on, you know? <laughs> yeah, like if you're not in a serious like blood covenant type of relationship with like By the or, time or you're married, 12, like it's <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a true. Problem. It is true because in in like middle school, people are saying, "I love you." It's like, dude, you should be saying, "I love you" to your parents, and that's it. that's pretty much it family members is pretty much where love should be because you should not be aware of romantic love at that point you're not when when i was 12 i still had a difficult time discerning between a real girl and my teddy bear like yeah it was they're (laughs) still learning object permanence darn it (laughs) like i I didn't really consider that like don't get me wrong i mean like it wasn't really that bad but like yeah but i get what you mean i I wasn't concerned about i mean nowadays you know you just use nowadays Wow, I'm getting old. You're such a boomer. Okay, boomer. Um, <laughs> what a passive-aggressive meme that is. Uh, I'm not going to lie, I love it. <laughs> I, Dude, I have almost said it to my dad several times. Really? I will say that I do have a mentor okay, keep, who keep is going. a boomer, and he is the coolest, most down-to-earth, like, yeah. respectful. I greatly respect that man. Dude, I got to say, like, not you, all boomers are bad. So. No, no, no. Well, that's the same thing. It's like That's like saying, like, all millennials are entitled. Yeah. Very, very inaccurate. Yeah. I don't consider myself entitled, but then again, nobody who's entitled does, right? So I'm relying on other people's input to really tell me if you I'm You seem entitled. a little entitled to See! Me. I knew it! <laughs> but, um, like, okay, I could say, like, your grandpa. Is he technically a boomer? Or is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. no, he's a boomer. All right, so he is incredibly down to earth. Man, I could have a conversation, and he's actually listening to what I'm saying, and he's yeah. not just waiting for his intern to speak. I talk to, like, someone like, okay, I'm going to say John. You know who John is. And it's like he's... I feel like when I'm talking to the guy, he's really just looking for a way that he can, you know, tell me something instead of a way just to have a conversation. Like someone that's just, they just, like they want to, like, okay, with my dad, if I'm ever talking to my dad, a lot of times he'll try to give me advice, no matter what I'm talking about. So if I'm talking about a movie or something like that, well, you know, you really shouldn't think, I'm like, dude, I just want to talk about, like, the Joker, okay? Can I just talk about how amazing that movie was? Can I just do that? Yeah, I just had to shoot one that in. By the way... The Joker's been out for a very long time. Yeah, way before yeah. this, we're just we're just vamping it because we 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 were actually going to talk about that on the first podcast. And never got around. You to it. can see if you've made it here. What are we? This is episode four. four? This is the fourth one. Oh wow, time it's flies. Been a month, man. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> but you can see how well that went. Believe it or not, we do typically have some points that we want to talk about. Yeah. And that, that's the thing. It's like we're not trying to talk about what's like going on right now. It's like for the most part, we like to talk about stuff that's like. We just want to talk about yeah stuff that we think is pretty cool. Because we're not boomers. We're not boomers. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, and that's actually something I was talking about a little bit last night. Was uh, There was a book that got written, and it was a Pulitzer Prize winning uh, book. Yeah. It was called The Good War. I did talk about this yeah. briefly. Yeah, you did. You mentioned and, it. And um, <clears throat> it's basically talking about how... See, it's called The Good War because it's about World War II, and the reason they called it The Good War was because everybody was so clear on the defined lines of good versus evil. Like, they even talk about the war on terror right now. It's like, oh, man, even now, it's like, it's hard to tell, you know, friend from foe because you never know if, like, oh, you got, like, a terrorist or a friend that's a whatever, a spy and stuff. It's like, that's the Cold War. That was also World War II. 
Yeah. World War II was not nearly as black and white, good or bad. Um, I mean, like, if, for instance, the Axis powers did actually win because they believed they were right. The Italians were with them, right? The Italians were they with the Axis powers? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, so you have, like, the Italians, the Pope. <laughs> Maybe not strictly the Pope, yeah. but you know what I mean. It's like, but it's like, that's where, like, Italy and you've got, of course, Japan, you've got Germany and several other countries. They were all together for the Axis powers, and they wouldn't have gotten together thinking, yeah, let's you know, let's just let's, be bad guys. Yeah, they didn't evil. think that. No. Nobody, and I mean this, nobody that has ever been identified as or has ever become a bad guy ever sees themselves as that. Yeah. No one. It's, Even you like don't set out the like set the, yourself as a bad guy. What what's the what was the name of the the serial killer that was like Jack the Ripper? No, the guy that no. was like eating Ted people. Ted Bundy. And stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. He Wait, even I don't think he ate people though. No, there was one guy that did. He was like, it wasn't like Hannibal, Hannibal Lecter. Lecter. No, oh. well, he he was based off of a real guy, but Hannibal Lecter himself was a character yeah. from a book. But anyways, so it's like even like the serial killers, they still don't see themselves as the bad guy. Most of them, they think of themselves as higher beings because they are not subjected to by morals. Yeah, and you know it's like oh look at all these people and stuff, and so they, Which they look you at themselves. Can argue like that. is a bad thing. And yeah, you could even get them to agree that. Oh, that's a bad thing. Yeah. But there will always, in their mind, be the stipulation of that's a bad thing by your standards. Exactly. And it's very different for every single person. So exactly. it's like if the Axis powers would have won, it's like, yeah, there'd probably be people that are still resentful to it, just like there are still modern day Nazis. And it's like, yeah. you look at people, if like they would have won, there would have still been people that would have been aggressive towards Civil it. But War. society itself would have been completely different. different. We would have been taught growing up what things, what thoughts were accurate. Like when we we're looking at it, the allies, the allies were the good guys, you know, because yeah. we were called the allies instead of the Axis powers. And it's yeah. like, it feels like a more aggressive versus something much more nice and kind. Yeah, I, people think that like, oh, if like, for example, the non-Savers had won or, or if the Axis powers had won, oh, yeah. we'd be in oppression and we'd all be really sad or depressed and, and horrible and, and all these things. And sure, those things may be true, but... What's important is that we would be taught that they're not. Yeah. So we would yeah. be taught that it was a war you wouldn't look that at was that righteous in cause. We would be taught that the Axis powers Humanity were the good guys. Humanity needed more direction. Yeah. And That's what we would be taught. And while, sure, we may end up have been oppressed or something or, yeah. or, oh, yeah, or absolutely. really bad situations, but we wouldn't have been taught that, oh, Axis power won. That really sucks. They're the bad guys. Mm -hmm. Sorry, but now you're oppressed. No, we would be taught to basically worship that or yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah. glorify don't that don't question as a good the government thing. you know that stuff that's what uh, you would be taught yeah that's what a 1984 is all about the oh book. my god i love it's that like, book it's one of my all-time favorites cannot make a movie off it don't try no no leave it as a book you have to it may be a limited series but you'd have to go into that world's mythos you cannot try to apply it to today don't try to do it mm, no but uh yeah i mean in the book it's like they taught their people that the, that their way of life was good yeah they, and if that's all you know, if that's oh, yeah, all that, you've been that's taught. That's like, oh, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. But one of my favorite, one of my favorite parts in that, because of how scary it is, is where they're talking about the new language, new yeah. speak. And the thing is, when they actually break it down during that conversation. It's pretty ungood if you ask me. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Basically, everything <laughs> is super streamlined. Everything is slang. But the thing is, what they did, what they did was the advantage of it was how you could say a lot more information in much more condensed words. But, of course, the real reason they did it was because they were removing certain words. Yep. And, like, one of the guys, he actually says, like, it's like, it's impossible to have a rebellion if there isn't a word for it. 
Yeah. You cannot rebel against something if you don't know what that is. You are unaware of the concept. It actually opens up a lot of thought as far as um, society is concerned. Imagine yeah. there are things that we have that we don't have words for. You know, like I can express my love for something that um, is really difficult to proceed. Like um, I love the look of light reflecting off of water of the ocean at sunset. Now, it took me all that to describe it, Quite a few but words. there's no one word for it, even though in some other cultures there probably is. Yeah. And so it's like there could be things that we have that we can express, but not efficiently. So it's like you can say rebellion, but if you were going to say rebel without the word for rebel or resist without the word for resist, yeah. it would be like, oh, I want to not want to do that. Yeah. Like, you know, it'd be like, oh, like that's try, weird. Try to tell me to attack someone using only positive words. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want can, you. Can you please uh, relieve them of their life? Nah. That's still kind of it negative does. connotation. Because like, relieve Positive them. connotation. Because yeah. relieve is to take away. Yeah. So it's like. Can you add holes to their body until they stop moving? <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> but you're right. It, it is. It's, it's a tricky vernacular. So yeah, if, you, if, if you remove certain emotions from the from language, exactly, it's gone. Lang language is is crucial to a culture, and if you don't have a way to describe what you are feeling or what it is that you want to explain, you don't. Yeah. And that's what's that's what's so funny, and uh, I guess we did kind of like our that whole rabbit trail was talking about okay I know, boomers. Oh, that is literally what I it was. forgot about boomers that entire time. <laughs> yep, just now. But you know that's I don't know that's that's another thing. It's like one of the reasons why we wanted to call it derail, just because that train of thought just goes wherever. It just does. just it, dips and dives. We said, it goes all we said this place. once before. We'll say it again. The the train of thought is not ever at the station. Yeah, <laughs> it, it it may not even be on the tracks anymore. Yeah, sometimes it might be in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> I think there was actually like what if uh, there was like a giant ocean train? You mean like a submarine? No, <laughs> like I'm talking for like transport that would be cheaper, maybe or, or faster, or not necessarily faster, but like better than boats. Oh, so. Like, I don't know, what, are you talking about like something that's like a pneumatic tube where it just uses pressure? Yeah, or something like that across the ocean. Not like an entire train where like, I imagine a lot train, could go but... wrong with that. Because I know, event, didn't they do the um, the whole telephone line? So I mean, why not, why not do like a bank tube? Yeah. Like how do banks do? <laughs> yeah, big pneumatic like air pressure. Of course, I don't know because at that point if it was going underwater, it might actually be easier to just make it water. You know, like make it pressurized with water that sends it from one place to another. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, it leaked water <laughs> into our water. <laughs> oh, no. Granted, it's going to be compressed because yeah. of pressure. And so it might like, but still, it's like maybe yeah. that would be something you could avoid like real pressurized situations. I don't know. This is an interesting thought. Anyways. I will not be volunteering to go set that up. I no, neither will I. I hate the really? deep ocean. I can, well, all right. Look, I am one of those. I'm one of those people, or it's actually a very, 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 very common thing to have a fear of the ocean. But I'm one of those people that's both intrigued and amazed by the things you can find in the ocean. Yeah. But at the same time, seven miles terrified. Deep. Under current mentality state, I will not be going into the ocean. I don't enjoy it. I don't like, uh, um, I don't, well, for one thing, I don't like the beach. So I don't really want to yeah, go. Yeah, I don't really care. So, so we live literally like, what, 
three, four minutes away oh, from the beach. If that. I mean, you can count like, Crystal Beach, right? That's yeah. Like, that, you can live, walk there in ten minutes. Ten minutes of walking from the beach. Like, we are as close to the beach as you can get yeah. while still maintaining a reasonable rent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because as soon as you actually touch the sand of the beach, the if rent it, will, like, no, triple it, or They actually say, it's like, if ocean is in view, up a hundred grand. Yeah, like, immediately. Um, we live so close to the beach, but we never go. Yeah. Never. It's, I'm, I'm not a fan of that. I'm not no, a fan you, of You just get sand beach. everywhere. You Sound get like Anakin right now. God dang it! You don't know the prequels. Okay, this is the this is the you're the only friend I know that does not know Star Wars, and sometimes it just catches me off guard. Okay, it's a, it's one of those it's one of those absolute cringe moments from the prequel series. So you got you know four, five, and six, the original. Okay, one, two, and three, the prequels. Uh huh. Okay. In number two, there's like this scene where it's like supposed to be Anakin and Padme. They're having like Who's an intimate Padme? conversation. Don't worry about it, sunshine. It's totally fine. <laughs> I'm not smiling. Don't worry. So, anyways, <laughs> uh, so anyways, they're just having. So they're supposed to be having like a very heartfelt conversation. Yeah. It's supposed to be like they're bonding. It's supposed to be them getting to know each other. And it's like, all right, cool. But it's like just this cringy freaking dialogue because even George Lucas says he's not that good with dialogue. That's why he had people writing his dialogue for him in the originals. But anyways, so uh, <laughs> uh, in this scene, it's like he just kind of had this moment where the, the thing is, he's just like, oh, I hate sand. It just gets everywhere. It's coarse, irritating, and it gets everywhere. That's how it's <laughs> And it's so dryly spoken, but for whatever reason, she looks at him with this... Oh, like big doe eyes. How it's like philosophical. It's so stupid. And so it's like, it's one of those things where you just, you cringe. But I really thought you were making that reference right there. No. I really thought you were making them like, I genuinely, my boy. <laughs> I genuinely think sand just gets everywhere. It really it's does. It's coarse. It just gets everywhere. Yes, it does. It's so bad. And it's like, but even like ocean water itself, I don't really like salt water. No, because it dries really weird on your mm. skin. Yep. Like fresh but. water kind of dries and your hair feels fine. Yeah. You're just like, okay, cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, like salt water, as long as it's moving water, fresh water's fine. Yeah. Okay, stagnant, fresh water, like a lake, you're getting lakes. Don't even, don't even get me started on lakes. <sighs> People treat lakes like they're some great thing. And I'm oh, like, like they're holy places. I'm like, it's a lake, it's a hole with water. Like you're yeah. literally digging. It's like, just a depression. It's That's <laughs> it. It's a depression where rain collected. It's nothing that special. There just happens to be fish in there because of X. How so do you it's like, get in there? Okay, sometimes, well, there's a lot of reasons. A lot of ways. Sometimes it is from flooding, so it comes in from like rivers and streams. Uh, Sometimes a fish will be caught by a bird, and then the bird will drop it, or yeah. God forbid, it drops eggs or something like that. And then the other way, God just says, "Bro, fish." I don't know, <laughs> bro, fish. This lake has and fish now. Also, sometimes people do that. Yes. Yeah. Can you imagine that? It's like you wake up every Saturday morning. What are you doing today? I'm gonna go drop some fish in the lake. I'm seeding fish. Well, they do that a lot of times because... So they can catch them later, too. Well, also because you want to create an ecosystem. Because if you don't have predators for anything, especially like things like algae and stuff, it just grows like crazy, and then the lake gets messed up. Yeah, so it's true. like, you try to make it so it's as stable as possible. So I've heard of people adding fish to like reservoirs. That way, they'll eat yeah. the microbials. It'll kill the, um, hopefully, mosquito larvae and stuff like that. They just kind of... Yeah, that way it's not... It helps control a lot of the well. junk. So, okay. Also, I don't know where people are listening from, but Florida's got some Skeeters, and man, I'm very Mosquitoes, glad. in case you're wondering what Skeeters is. Okay, that's a that's a panhandleism, right? Yeah. Skeeter. Yeah, Goddamn that's... 
skaters. I got them skaters up in here and there and this everywhere. Yeah, I got to get one of them dig zappers <laughs> to get them skaters right there. <laughs> I don't know why yours made me laugh so hard. I mean, like, I, I can go know. into full prospector mode. Yeah, go get them skaters. Go, go this way. But for whatever reason, yours got me. Cause... Well, probably because it's so poorly done. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not very good. I felt it was just a whole nother, whole nother voice. It was pretty funny. <laughs> but anyways, we have a ton of mosquitoes, just so like Louisiana many. or Mississippi and stuff. So. Right now it's getting colder. So we're I, dying. Yes, I'm so, I'm so happy for that. Man, if, uh, all right. One organism you would get rid of off the face of the earth. What would you pick? Bed bugs, hundred percent. Bed bugs. Boom. Got them. One and done. I have never had to deal with bed bugs. Once. We had to deal with it once. It was the worst. Ex- like, I don't want to just sit here and complain for an hour, but like, Wait, it what, was an awful what experience. Was the, what was the stuff your mom was putting on like all the furniture? Basically, it was just dusted up fossils that yeah, shred bed bugs what was it to called? pieces, and it's wonderful. What was it called? Um, DE. Yes, DE! Okay, so I have a funny story with DE. Oh, did you eat some? Nope. Okay. What we did was, okay, so the thing is DE is actually um, toxic in large enough quantities, okay? So yeah. it's like, it'll make you sick, yes, and it can potentially kill you if that's like all you eat or something like that. It's, 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 it's got typically potential. not good for the diet. Maybe if you're on paleo, but yeah. that's about it. <laughs> Man, everything's good for paleo. Um, <laughs> so, but the thing is, we, uh, we were over there moving you and your family. And we got a bunch oh, of the kids yeah, yeah. from the youth college, group yeah. to come over there and help. And we told everybody, because the thing is, you guys, that was when you guys were dealing, I think, with fleas was what it was. Yeah, we were and dealing so, with because one of our cats is yeah. allergic to fleas. So, so we were just had like, to, like, we're killing them all. Yeah, and like before then, we had fleas because we didn't really mind. We had an outside dog, too, that mm. also came inside. So it was like, we didn't really care. It didn't yeah. bother us none. But then we got a new cat, and that allergic cat to fleas. was allergic to fleas. Well... While we're over there and we're moving all their stuff, because they move, they were moving houses, and we had some of the youth group going over there. And we told them all, it's like, all right, be careful of DE because it is it is toxic. You know, it can it can it can mess you up. Just don't breathe it in. Try not to like eat any or whatever. Well, one of the kids, all he heard was DE can kill me. That's it. <laughs> so everything. If we said it had DE on, he wouldn't touch it. He wouldn't touch it. We're like, all right, just, you know, wash your hands after, wash your hands afterwards, you know, don't breathe it in, don't eat it, don't, whatever. And he took it as, if it has D-E on it, I will be D-E-A-D, all right? I'm not handling this. I'm not handling this. And so we were doing things to mess with him the entire trip. So we're moving this mattress like, Dylan, we have to move. He's like, Bro, it's covered in D-E. I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. I ain't touching that. He, he thinks he's ghetto. And he's like, yo, bro, I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that stuff. And it's like, I'm not touching with that stuff. I ain't going to die. It's like, dude, you're going to be fine. We've been handling it like all day. Yeah, you like, just got it, there. It won't kill you. Well, the thing was, um, he didn't believe us. Caleb. Caleb was one of our um, leaders in the youth group. And he was like, you know, at the time, he was like, my number two guy. Because he's older and he was, you know, everyone, all the kids liked him. Yeah. And so he. I was in college in case you're wondering why it wasn't me. Yeah, yeah, I know. Right? You know, because I'm. He was technically in the youth. But, anyways, so we're going over there, and Caleb decides to take a stick, just a random stick. He just found a stick outside, and he found an old bottle of whiteout. Okay. And okay. he opened it up and just took the brush and painted the end of the stick. Painted the end of the stick with whiteout. By the way, DE is a white, like, a white powdery, powder. Yes. Um... You ruined the twist. Oh. <laughs> just kidding. The surprise is. Caleb constantly was poking Dylan 
with this stick. And Dylan <laughs> would lose his mind. He just like, all of a sudden, like he just started, uh, uh, like they're moving something. He's got both his hands full, right? Just imagine yeah. you're holding something really heavy, like a filing cabinet. And they cabinet. quickly became And all of a sudden, this th- just right over the filing cabinet comes this little white spear just going towards his nose. Like, Bro! And he'd like back up and like fall down. Like, no! No! And he'd set down what he's doing. He'd just take off running. And <laughs> Caleb thought it was the funniest thing. And so, like, one time he's sitting there, and uh, Dylan's, like, they're in the moving truck, and they're, like, sliding stuff around, and Caleb's just sitting there poking him in the back of the leg with the stick. Yeah. And Dylan didn't realize it, just poking him, poking him, poking him, poking him, poking him. And all of a sudden, Dylan's like, what? He turns around, he sees it, and there was a bunch of white marks on his leg. He's like, no! <laughs> he just, Yeah, and the thing is, he's constantly trying to bring his voice, bro, no, that's not it, no way, and then all of a sudden, and he just runs off, and and, uh, apparently he had heard, like, you know, if you get something weird, you know, rub dirt on it, so he grabbed a handful of dirt and leaves, and just starts rubbing it down his leg, trying to get it off, it's like, I don't want that, and everyone's like, dude, if anything, you're rubbing it in, no, I'm just kidding, but he he did just go, no way, no way, and he went and got water and stuff, but it's like, just... Fear, just fear, encapsulated that because of DE. Uh, God, that was so funny. Yeah, that's actually really funny. But what would, you, what would you get rid of? Now that we're done. Oh, <laughs> as far as insects are. Uh, I'd probably say mosquitoes. Mosquitoes. Yeah, mosquitoes. Uh, for one thing, just well, you know what? Let's go with the high ground. They spread diseases, so I'm saving people. True. If I can get rid of that Zika thing, virus, that'll that'll save so. a lot of people. I mean, even like the flu. You go to certain parts of the world, they have no yeah. answer to flu. Yeah. You go to some places, like oh, actually a lot of places, surprising amount of places don't have any anything just in case of like a smallpox outbreak. Yeah. Smallpox shows up, dude. It's gonna catch a lot of people off guard. Yeah. You know, like America, it caught America off guard because we didn't have stockpiles. Now we got stockpiles on stockpiles, but yeah. it's like at the time it didn't. Yeah. So it's like, all right, cool, great, great. I'm just glad people are freaking dying everywhere. And so it's like now you go to other countries and they got like the same. They would be potentially in the same position. The only difference is you do have places like America and like that Sweden are constantly and, going out. And so and yeah, and and also it's like if somebody if an outbreak did happen, you've got all these other countries, especially with like the UN, that can just bring it in. Yeah. Facilitate aid. Be like, hey, let's help you out. Yeah. There you go. When smallpox came out, I mean, sure, other countries helped. Right. Uh, like when they, when it blew up in America, it's like you know, it sure, did, other countries it, helped. It did really well in the box office here. So. <laughs> yeah, it blew up in the box office. It was one of those things. Yeah, everybody went. Actually, to choke have, have you ever seen like a like a disaster movie, like a disease disaster movie? Uh, no. Uh, well, like, right. Oh, I saw that if happening. Zombies count. In well, yeah, if zombies count. Then yes. Yeah. You know, I honestly think that like a scarier concept wouldn't. Wouldn't be zombies or anything, but would be like a just a simple plague. Yeah, well, that's the thing. That's why they did. Um, there was um, the movie came out a few years ago with Matt Damon. I think it was called Contamination. Yeah, like that's scarier to me than flesh eating zombies. Yeah, like flesh Well, that zombie, was what they were like, hoping nah, for. I'm gonna kill that zombie a second time. Yeah, like, and, and honestly, it's like you, there's certain people in the world that if zombies outbreak happen, they're they, excited. They would excel. Yeah, let's go. That's the thing. That's the thing. That's that's one of the big things. If a zombie outbreak actually did happen, like okay, this is assuming that it's not one of those things that's like airborne and everybody like half the population gets cut down and they turn into zombies. Assuming it's one of the zombies that's like all right. You have to get Walking dead infected. We'll, yeah, we'll yeah. say that. Like you have to get infected slow. by fluid transfer. It's like yeah. assuming that not 
that it wasn't airborne, it was fluid transfer only, I think a zombie apocalypse would end in two days. There's yeah. too many people that are way too excited and way too prepared to just go hunting the undead. They I, would probably shoot a lot of sick people just because. I would dare to say three days. They would wait one extra day. To make to, sure it really spread? Yeah, to make sure they could really have their fun. Man, I really want to shoot Earl down the street. I'm going to wait until he gets infected before I start doing stuff. <laughs> You're just like looking out the window just like, Earl. And you think I'm being derogatory <laughs> with the country accent. No. Mostly rednecks, like in like mm-hmm. like Zombie Land said. God bless it, rednecks. Yeah, I mean, Zombieland got dude, it right. the rednecks are so ready for that. Yeah. They want that stuff to happen. Like they'll even make stuff up to go and do. Like, there's a show on um, Real World America or one of those things. One of those like travel shows, but it takes place yeah. in America. And it's just these hillbillies chasing cryptids. Do you know if? All right, do you know what a cryptid what is? What is a cryptid? Okay, a cryptid is basically any creature that may or may not exist. Okay. We're talking Sasquatch, Bigfoot, Loch Chupacabra, Loch Ness Monster, I don't know, like, you know, any of those weird things that, like, may or may yeah. not exist. Stuff that's based on, like, Flying herbal legends and nothing else. You know. Yeah, or the ape. No, no, no. Skunk ape. What? Skunk ape. That's an actual hold, thing in America. Hold on. Did you just say skunk ape? Yes. See, the words I used were skunk ape. Because, hold, hold on, the image I have in my head is, you know what, just go ahead. Tell okay. me all about Skunk Ape. Google it right now. If you're at home and at a place where you can safely Google something, if Google dr- if you're driving or at work, don't do Skunk this. Ape. Now, I'm gonna, as you're looking this up, I okay. want to tell you what the story, the story is really simple. It's just basically this woman was out in her backyard, and she said apparently there were several days where she would be out in her backyard and she would smell this horrible, horrible smell. And she associated it to that of like the spray of a skunk. It's like, oh, it smells just like when a skunk sprays something. And if you're somebody that's ever been around skunks, especially one that sprays, it's like, it's not a pleasant smell at all. It's like almost debilitating how bad it stinks. And she would smell this over and over. Every day she would go out in her garden. And on occasion she'd hear noises. You know, stuff crashing through the trees, that kind of stuff. Well, there was one time she went out there and she heard something that was right at the tree line making a bunch of noise and she smelled the smell. She whips out the camera and snaps a flash photo of it. Oh my gosh. Let me see. Is that the one? What even? That's the one! What even is this? And so the thing is, because she took that exact picture, now if you can look it up online, it'll probably be one of the first images. It's the one with a whole bunch of palm fronds, like... In the, was in the, it, was the, this, is this from Florida? Yeah, it's in Florida. That's where I was going. We, okay. It's in, it's in, it's in like Tallahassee area. <laughs> Dude, do you want to go find the skunk ape? Dude, uh, that's actually the, the hillbillies I was telling you about. They, they apparently had like a whole episode where we went and hunted one down. Did they find it? I don't know. They just end up, usually they hear noise and they just start shooting in that direction. Then they stop hearing noises. <laughs> that does not seem like a good plan. That's it. That's the whole show. Well, anyway, so she took the picture and yeah, the, um, the picture looks like, um, it's basically a bunch of palm fronds obviously being illuminated by the flash in the foreground black in the background but there is like this looks like a Sasquatch looking face above some of the palm fronds with like it looks like a gray beard and red eyes obviously from said flash and so it was like photographic evidence and all these people were showing up and they were hunting it down and everything it's like that's like that's an example of a cryptid one of those lesser known cryptids I, I just can't stop looking at it 
Oh, oh, here we go. Someone like made the photo very saturated and like recolorized it so that you can see it better. Oh yeah, I do see that. And I'm most not... people are saying it's like, oh, it's a, it's, it's like a costume. Yeah, but also, do you I, see that red spot back there? Yeah, that might be another eye. Uh oh, there's two skunk. There's apes. skunk apes. Oh no! For all the rednecks that are watching the show, have fun. There's two. Dude, that'll, uh, that'll that'll keep someone occupied. Yeah, that would just like Sasquatch or some of the other stuff all right. going on. All right, then I got another question for you. Okay. What is the most believable, I guess, mythical, mythological creature or cryptid that you know of? That I know of? Yeah, uh, most plausible, I guess. Well, I mean, all things all, all things considered. Words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all things, all things considered. Skid- <laughs> all things considered. I think that the skunk ape would probably be relatively uh, believable to a degree. Yeah. Only because, as mentioned before, I believe in the first episode, I actually worked at a primate sanctuary yeah, and yeah, like, i'm yeah, very yeah. familiar with what primates are like and what they look like and i mean yeah if there was a primate that got loose and they do they smell pretty bad well i mean judging by that picture that one looks pretty freaking tall well it looks, looks like a bigfoot it would look more like an orangutan because orangutans yeah. are actually really big they or, actually are or even like a really hairy gibbon because you don't see its legs yeah you know i mean it, it, you don't know how where what it could be standing on a rock or something who knows yeah it just its like, head is like i'd say up. that one would be believable um what I don't really know that many, but um, oh, all right, all right. <clears throat> I used to watch. Uh, okay, this might be a call out for a lot of people. Animal X on Animal Planet. No, <laughs> there was a show, and it was like this thing where they would do. Um, basically, they would just kind of talk about weird animals. Yeah, and they would do like um, they would have like these interviews with people, and they'd reenact the footage and everything. And it was oh, one I of those the cheesy things. Ones, but they're like. Jimmy, is that you? No, but little my... did she know <sighs> that it wasn't Jimmy this night. It was the Chukabra or whatever it is. Chukabra? <laughs> the Chukabra. It was the Chalupa Extreme. Uh, it was the Chalupa Supreme. It was the Chalupa Supreme. <laughs> that, it was actually one of my favorites of that one was the Chupacabra because they would reenact the thing. It's like, I saw this. I saw, I saw this little thing. Over there eating one of my goats. And I was like, Jimmy, get out here. And I was like, hey, hey, y'all, get out, get out my goat. And then all of a sudden this thing, just look at me with them eyes bigger than its head. All right, cool. And then it, Tell us more. it started running at me. Oh. It started running on, me, running on me with two legs. Was it on all fours? It was on two legs, arms out to the side. Looked like a little leprechaun, how, but was skinny. Tell me, how did you escape? I didn't. It grabbed hold of my throat. Where did it take you? <laughs> well, I passed out. I woke up, had a popsicle for some reason. <laughs> no. And all, all the while, the reenactment is happening. No, the reenactment is just basically it's like this woman that comes down her porch and it's like, I said, hey! And you see, like, the person, there's no audio in the thing. Yeah, and so they, they just, go, like, move their head. They just go, yeah, they just open their mouth. And it looks like a. <laughs> all right, well, don't worry. Well, that's right there. We'll what fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. Just go ahead and. <laughs> Well, that's why Chukacabra or whatever his name is is going after. He thinks it's one of her. <laughs> oh, mating call. Chewie, no. <laughs> they got you too. What happened to your fur? But they, so how they reenacted it, basically they had like this stuffed animal and the camera was like, and they did that thing where the camera like kind of 
Bob's up and Bob's back down. <laughs> like it's hiding from the person it's filming. And the thing was, they weren't on, like, how she was telling the story was, it sounded like they were on, like, a farm or a ranch. <laughs> They're in just this random cabin in the woods because I guess they thought it was creepier. Yeah. And so the camera does, this, like, Cinematic. Bob up. It's like, a Bob's up. It's like, hey, the Bob back down. <laughs> It's like, it's like, then I came out the porch. And so they came off the porch down on the ground. And then the camera lunges <laughs> over. Yeah, it does like the quick thing. It's and like it does the that, shaky cam. And the whole thing is, of course, in the POV of the creature. And it's basically a guy with a stick with a camera on the end. Just, just like running. dragging it on the ground as it just runs up. And then it says, and then it leapt on me and jumped on my, on my throat. They just, and so like they just they, yeah, they just picked up the camera and went right into her chin. And then it just like, and it started choking me. And then it just like, and then of course it just continues with the yeah. straight up thing. But now she's on the ground and you and, see her. And they show like, <laughs> just like regular scheduled broadcasting from here on out of just struggle noises. <laughs> just, just the captions. Like, struggling, gurgling, Chewbacca. No, yeah, it's like. Chewbacca struggling Chupa, Chupacabra strangulation noises. <laughs> because that's a very specific niche oh market my God. right there. That, that, that was just that show that show was like one of those like you know real ghosts it was made by like the same oh, people i love the alien ones the guy that's like and so after we oh. did all of the analysis right we looked at all the different carbon dating we considered all the different tools they had and then in the end it's just it's just it's just aliens, aliens. <laughs> it just like settles God. finally on aliens, aliens. it's great uh, <laughs> i love that stuff you know there was actually one episode of animal x that actually creeped me out really which one the hellhound by the way, I feel like we just went from zero to a hundred really fast. Well, that's why I got further away from the microphone, so yeah. hopefully it's not blasting. <laughs> and then, like, we quickly just like pump the brakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we gotta take it back because you can't stay at a hundred the whole time. No, you can't. We'll die. Well, in this episode, they did the oh, hellhound, and so basically, and the thing was, the reenactment was actually pretty good, but really? because um, the hellhound was basically like, all right, it's like a dog that's essentially on fire but the yeah. thing is it's not like is literally it the, on fire no, no, no. Chur, it's Cerberus or whatever Cerberus Cerberus, Cerberus was a three headed dog Churro is a uh, well Cerberus is kind of spelled weird so yeah I, yeah I feel you but like uh, Hellhound um, how it was described is basically it's like a Rottweiler yeah. how it looks like no tail kind of thing and it's yeah. got it's paws well, I'm, are I'm on fire with them, but and then it's eyes were flaming as well yes yes okay. it is these are like I am familiar these with them, are things that got a little like live in they would be uh, in Hades. the underworld. It would be yeah. like Hades generalized. So watch that. But how they would describe it was they were in like a church and at this and this church service they heard howling and it was really really loud. It didn't sound like a weird pitch. It just sounded really loud. Like whatever dog was howling was right outside the door. And so they're just having like Sunday mass at yeah. night because reasons. Yeah, why not? I don't know. So as they're like doing the thing, um, um, they hear the howling and then they start hearing like this like you know that four paw like yeah but it sounded like a horse galloping oh yeah really oh. weird and it's like they heard it like all and it would circle around the the church the yeah. whole time around the chapel and every so often it would howl again and it just started creeping people out and uh the thing was they had some windows that were there and they would see it looked kind of like you know a shape moving by yeah. like all right it's like it's probably wolves they're kind of in like the country sort of area so it's like ah, it's probably wolves they're hunting something it's probably there it's probably there's a deer running around that what they assume was it's probably a deer running around the chapel yeah and the wolves are chasing that's probably that's what they were assuming now 
the thing was, all of a sudden they heard it stop over on one of the sides. And yeah. they actually kind of stopped their service to, you know, observe the events. And outside the window they said that you could see these blazing red eyes, these two dots. And they were, it's like, yeah, it's, it's like, the thing was, the window was about chest high. Yeah. You know, chest high going up. One of the big stained glass windows. So, so what, that's like... Maybe four feet, five yeah, feet. Yeah, 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 yeah. For yeah. on like an average person. Yeah. And so when seeing those eyes up there, they're like, that's that's pretty tall. That's a big wolf. That's what they're figuring. Yeah. And so the thing was, it, the, it was the eyes that were glowing that really freaked them out. Because they said it looked like candles. It looked like the flames, like the uh, flames yeah. of the candle, like wavering in the breeze yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Flickering. Yeah, flickering. And so... Um, and so, you know, kind of surmised to say, you know, creepy stuff, creepy stuff, creepy stuff. All of a sudden, it starts slamming into the door of the Ooh. chapel. And it eventually knocks down the door. And when it, they said so when it knocked down the door, it landed four paws down on the doors, on the door's surface. And they said it was just, it looked like just heat, flames roasting off of its feet, like off the paws. Okay. And all of a sudden, it starts charged into the chapel and it started running around the place but after a while it would start to bound it never ran into anybody but it started bounding and it would run and it started running on the walls in a circular fashion yeah and the thing was it was howling and calling the whole time and eventually they just started like screaming at it and praying at it and everything or whatever and it's like eventually yeah. it did just take off and it left nobody got hurt nothing like that but they showed actual footage of the chapel and there are actual ash marks in the shape of paw prints everywhere huh. in that chapel. Like the door was wood. And what they found was the, the paw marks that were in the door yeah. were actually burnt in. <laughs> they actually looked like somebody, they said what it looked like was somebody took like a paw print in the shape, like an iron in the shape of a paw print yeah. and just pressed it in the door for like, you know, several minutes at a time for each one. And it's like, it just looked, it just looked creepy. It's like, it could all be a hoax and it probably is what they said. And it's like, but it's like, it's still, it's like, that was creepy. And as a little kid, I'm like, that's freaky. You're I ain't like, going to the woods. Yeah, your parents are like, oh, I forgot to check the mail this day. Could you go check the mail? Nah, it's night. Yeah. I ain't going to happen. Did you ever get anything? Was there anything you were ever afraid of to like at night to um, go outside? Or was there anything that came to mind other than just being like, it's night, me no go outside? Not particularly. Like I had like the, the normal rational fear of like night predators, such as, Snakes, spiders, things like that, or uh, maybe maybe like a wolf or, or whatever, depending yeah. on where I'm at. Like things that are legitimate and real and, and yeah, 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 typically yeah. at night. Natural dangers that exist. But I actually, for a while there, because I didn't really watch too much Animal Planet, I watched Science Channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is all the alien stuff. <laughs> yeah. So for me, I was like, always like going up, looking at the sky, like, <laughs> there's a lot of clouds out tonight. <laughs> I can't see if anything's coming. Oh, man. And I'd be like, yeah, if they try to pick me up, I'm going to fight. I'm a fight. You better believe I'm gonna like, fight that tractor beam. You, you, you better bet. If you try to poke me or probe me, I'm gonna probe you back. <laughs> you, you you gonna feel it. <laughs> but I wasn't ever like yeah. like particularly afraid of Man. anything. Um, for me, uh, well, there oh. was there was one. It I guess you could say for a little bit, and we'll probably we should probably wrap up here. Yeah. But I don't remember what it's called. It might have been the chupa chupa whatever. Wow, you have not been able to handle that word very well. <laughs> Chupa Cabra. Chupa it might have been the Chupa Cabra one. Hey, there it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's the one with the photo of the of the thing crossing the street and it's like it looks like a mini midget dude with long arms. Oh. And it might be the rake. 
Yeah, and it's like greened out phot- photography or whatever. It, it's got. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one they got on like the deer camera, right? Yeah, that yeah, one, that's the rink. Yeah, that one freaked me out a little bit, but it didn't make me like afraid to go outside at night. It just was like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. Now some of this, so, some but of the, that alien ones, pretty, the alien ones, the alien ones kept pretty, me yeah. on edge. I will say when I was when I was out. Yeah, there there was um there were two movies that really creeped me out. Yeah. Um, when I was little, for one thing, Jeepers Creepers two. Hmm. Uh, are you familiar with that at all? Uh, it's like I've the, seen them. I don't really remember them okay. too much, though. It's like the big bat guy. Yeah. And yeah, you take people, but the thing was in Jeepers Creepers too. There were like three scenes where someone just doing something innocuous, you know, like yeah. putting down road flares, calling someone on their phone, and all of a sudden, like just, boom! This thing lands on him, like smashes him into the ground, and Ooh. then just lifts up in the in the air, just gone just takes off so it could be anybody and so it would just snatch people up and it was so quick but you do it at night because nobody could see it they even had one shot where this guy is looking in the sky for it to land and he does not see it until it hits him then there's also like a scene where they're on like a bus and like the guy like it's like all right um because they're like a football yeah they're like a football i remember that scene well they're like a football team and they're like sitting there and like one of the coaches is missing because he got taken like that just boom gone but then one of the coaches, he's like, all right, I'm going to go out and I'm going to take a flashlight. I'm going to go look for Coach Abernathy or whatever his name was. And he was sitting on like that first step of the bus, just kind of looking in and telling people. Well, suddenly the bus gets slammed and tilts over to the side. And these claws are dug into this Ooh. dude's back. And it's trying to lift him out of the thing. And it's like on his shoulders or whatever. And so he's got a hold on their handrail. And everyone comes over and tries to grab him and stuff. And it like, starts like tearing it's gross but he eventually does take him and it's so freaky because again just someone gone 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 and it's so freaky so when we were little that got us there was a time where skylar my brother like he went to take his girlfriend walked her home because they lived in the same neighborhood at the time and then on his way back we see him like he gets around the corner to where like the light stops and it's pretty much dark on our street or at least it was and also he just Boom, and he just starts sprinting and he was <laughs> deliberately running under trees. Hey. Deliberately running under cover because he's afraid of the Jeepers Creepers. The other one hey, that really man, got us. <laughs> yeah, the other one that really got us was uh Signs. If anyone's ever seen that, yes, Mel Gibson the one. one. The jump one scare. The well the one Still. scene where it's not even really a jump scare. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. It's, it's the music. But it's like, alright, just to give everyone the context really quick. It's, um, all right, if you've never seen the movie, it's a good movie. Go see it. It's, well, uh, I'm going to spoil it. We are getting near our time. I know, I know. I'm just going to finish okay, this up. Okay. So it's like this. Um, but it's like in that scene, what they did was, it was it was basically this guy, uh, they're, they're like, the little girl comes in. It's like, um, I need, it's like, hey, there's a monster outside my room. Can I have a glass of water? And he just kind of like yeah. paved over and he takes her to bed. It's like, all right, probably a dream, whatever. And so he's going to bed and he puts her down and he happens to look up out her bedroom window and on the guest house, like 50 feet away, there's a dude standing on top of the roof looking right at them and completely silhouetted in black. Amazing cinematography yeah. for that scene. And it just like, and the thing, it has like the jump scare, dun dun music, and it's like, oh, and you know it's about to get yeah. real. And then he runs outside and they're chasing and it's really freaky. But that scene alone freaked us out. So we were always thinking, if there's bad guys, if there's aliens, they're going to be on the roof. Watch out. And yeah. so we're freaking out. Better, better keep your eyes up. And exactly, sky, right? but that's like that. That was um, that was kind of like something that shaped our childhood. 
So I don't really have too many of those. No, no, I have, no. I have some. I've got tons of stories like that. Of us scaring each other when we were little. Yeah. And I will definitely be telling those as we continue. Because yeah. I love talking about them because I love getting scared. I like it when I genuinely get scared because it just, like, I, I don't go home going like, oh, God, oh, God, there could be a, a giant monster thing well, no, under my bed. It's like, I'm just, I go see a movie. I just want something to kind of get my blood pumping for a yeah. little bit because I get scared for the characters and I want to get scared for the characters. Yeah. I want to feel like, oh, my God, that's a real threat. You know, I want to feel threatened. Haven't seen a scary movie like that in a little while, but anyways. Yeah, it's been a little bit. I guess we'll... Anyways, I believe that's that this, about wraps up our... This has been derailed. This this is still... <laughs> and, uh, yeah, well, this has been derailed. Episode four. Episode four, down. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this it. This the first We month. look forward to seeing you kind of imaginary. Okay. Talking to you. Yeah, we look forward to talking to you next week on the Derailed Podcast released every <laughs> Sunday night. Yep. 